Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Last time I saw you, we, you were with your wonderful mummy, yeah. who you've left in Barbados. Left today, yeah. Not on her own. She's with friends, of yeah. course. Um, you've literally just flown in. Yeah. Just for this? Please just say yes, even if yes. it's not true. <laughs> yes. Oh. This, I heard this was the only date you could do, so. Yes, yeah, the only date back. we had. To... I'm going back to Barbados straight after. <laughs> no, you're not, because you're going to be live on stage, yeah, and you're sure. going to Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah, yeah. So we start our show for the third time. Uh, we commence our show, I should say, for the third time on the first of August. You don't mean you don't mean the third time. You mean the third run. Yes, the third run of our mm. yeah of our two man show. <laughs> yeah, tell tell me everything about it then. Come on, Ed. It is a uh, musical comedy, billed as a late night kids show for adults. We're two rival children's entertainers. I'm the posh one. Kai L is the rapper. And uh, fun ensues for about, on a good night, 53 minutes. Yeah. That's very precise. We've decided that's the best length. If it, yeah, yeah, if it goes yeah. over, Optimum. people get a bit tired. If it's under, people feel shortchanged. So you're going in to do this for the third time. Incredible reviews. Congratulations. Even from The Guardian. I mean, amazing reviews. Um, how did it all start? How did it all come about? Well, we met at the Edinburgh Fringe in what I thought was 2015, and I was corrected this morning in an interview when Ed told me it was 2016. Because I also value accuracy. And and we were told that we have to meet each other because we have a similar talent, uh, I guess, for music and acting. But we didn't know each other or know of each other. I just went to watch Ed's show, which was fantastic. It was a, mu- a musical comedy called Stack. But I still didn't really know how we'd work together. And we met and we spoke about just our journey in acting and what we wanted to do and then realised that we both, at some stage in our journey, had been children's entertainers. And then thought, like, is there something in that? And, um, yeah, and then we sort of just put ideas together. And we started off, I guess, with, like, just a bunch of songs. We realised that we were both musical and I, I haven't been a grime MC prior to acting, had that musical um, ability and Ed can play anything that makes a noise. So we came together and wrote some songs. And so at, the, at one stage, we just had a bunch of songs. And then we were like, right, well, we need to find what the narrative is and what the where the rivalry comes from. And so then we worked out the narrative and the plot and how it how it's a story. And that's, uh, 
Yeah. Well, congratulations. Mm. I love that. Uh, I have to obviously go back and find out about you being children's entertainers because we've all done it. Mm. Yes, that was a we. Uh, well, you were yeah, children's entertainer. Yeah, but everyone who ever wanted to be some sort of performer has been a children's entertainer mm. at some time. Your story, please, Ed. I should say, I think Kyle's more actually was pretty legit and was doing some quite high-end stuff, whereas mine was, it was entertaining children, but was it children's entertainment? It was more so like, have you difference? heard of mini Mozart? Have you heard of this? Yes, yeah. Well, yeah, you rock up and you play an instrument for for children, and it was a form of children that you tell stories and you play for them, but sometimes they were just babies, and sometimes they weren't with their parents, they were with their, like, au pairs or something. Or nannies, and sometimes the nannies didn't speak very good English. So I'd find myself in a room with just like twelve babies and twelve minders, none of whom spoke English. And I always loved to do little jokes for the parents, and that was just falling flat. So it feels some of the loneliest times of my life have been standing there with an accordion, telling the story of Jack and the Beanstalk, and trying to reference kind of, you know, Joe Biden or something, and it going for nothing. Oh, I'm so sorry. So, so it wasn't it's obviously like, still affecting you. Yeah, I just feel I felt so stupid. But I suppose. Um, the actual legit, the kind of making balloons and stuff and goofing around and all that, that was more your, I've undersold what you were doing there, but being no, in the no, moment, no, your, no, your no. improv and your thinking on your feet and your every moment can be a creative moment. Whereas I was much more, a bit like our characters are on the show, I was very like, this is how it has to go and if and you need to behave. Whereas that's not really how oh, a children's okay. attempt should be. So had you trained, because I know, Kyle, you had actually trained as an actor when you were younger and, and then you went off to college, but uh, he's 15. Was it he's yeah. 15? Yeah. Oh, um, uh, but Ed, with you, had you done the same route? Yeah, I'd been to drama school, went to Where Bristol, Bristol Olvic, <gasps> and I thought, Very posh. I thought this is it. Yeah. And then was in children's entertainment within a couple of months and never looked back. <laughs> never looked. Um, but I do think it is glorious. I mean, because they don't, if they're bored, they just tell you they're bored. Mm. Whereas adults can sit through King Lear for three hours and pretend it's fun. Kids are like, no. And so you have to then do something. And I think it's so good for your instincts and for mm. your performing. It's a great way to learn. Mm. And because of that, we chose that format to do the show. So we treat the audience as if they're the children at the party. And we keep in mind that we've got to keep them entertained constantly. And there has to be new things. That's why there's songs, there's magic, there's... Jokes. Do you do balloon modelling? Yeah, he does. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can you make? What do you want? Have you got any balloons on you now? <laughs> That's a shame, actually. That is a shame. It was an awful noise, though. Yeah, it's very make. noisy. But what is your what is your go-to? A swan? Uh, no, a swan. A swan? I wish. Dog. Do a dog? Yeah. Okay. Or a dog with a long neck? Yeah, a giraffe. Yeah. I could do giraffes. <laughs> <laughs> that or was all I could do. dog with a big body and a curly little tail. So is it... Ad-libbed then, so it's scripted with, you're ready to go with whatever the audience throws Yes, you. it's quite heavily reliant on audience participation, mm. which is why we need an audience. So we ask for suggestions all the way throughout the show um, and have moments where, even in songs, where we ask for suggestions and we get people to make actually make noises that make the song. So do you go into a blind panic if somebody says something that you really not expect? Has that happened? Not really. We're sort of. You're I, ready for anything. I don't, so if I I don't throw want to jinx it, but I do feel like we are ready for any. There's a part in the show where I use a loop pedal. A, lo a, loop, a loop pedal? A loop pedal. Oh, a loop. Yeah, where you loop the sound. Oh, we can't And then do that. turn it into a beat. You might ask for animal names, mightn't you? And the audience give you animal names. So you say, you could say, what's your favourite animal? And then you okay. can do all that. Elephant. And, and then what do I do? All right, then you've got a then you've got a mind the looper. Um, I could be your looper. Why don't I be your looper? So let's right, practice let's that. Try, look, we could try that. Okay. So you put your sound in the looper. Let's see what it okay. sounds like. Okay. And I'll just put that through drama school. 
Okay, and what's your favourite animal? Elephant. Elephant. What noise does an elephant make? Are you able to keep up the beat and do the Okay. That's good. And where might you find an elephant? Africa. Africa, right. And what other sounds would you hear in Africa? Like rain? Lion. Lion. Where's the lion? Well, no, you've got to do the lion. I oh, copy I've got it. to be the lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pressing the. Wow. I am coming to see this show. I don't think even you know that you could do that. No, I'm baffled. I'm astonished. I'm actually pretty amazed with what you can do. I don't need the loop. I don't need the loop machine. What's so lovely is that you can tell that you. You get on so well, and I, I love it that we know how it all started mm-hmm. as well. But you're both. So you, you want to know how it's going to end? No, it's not going to end. You've got to carry on doing what you do. <laughs> but you're both actors, and you're just open to what's going to happen. And I think as actors, you have to be, don't you? Because you never know when the next job is happening. If we're all honest. Yeah, yeah, but we you also have to be sort of ready for anything. And we had that. We've had a few shows where you know, because we're a late night show. It's not that late, but it's late for sort of regular theatre goers. If we're on at nine fifteen, so some people might have come after quite a few drinks, right? And we, of course, encourage the audience to speak out and talk at certain points in the show. But sometimes audience members can get either confused between what times they're meant to talk and not, or just get carried away and actually chat to us as if like they're watching Gogglebox. That's quite sweet, though. <laughs> it de- they feel it that depends. comfortable. Yes. That is. That means that the audience are happy where they are. Yeah. Or if, just if very drunk. Bring, if, yeah. if you're bringing uh, 20 people on a work Christmas party and they've all come directly from the pub to your show. What happens if the big TV gig comes in or the movie comes in and you plan to do this? How do you choose? What is in... Uh, well, because obviously Dreamland, you were in Dreamland as well, I crop, weren't you? I crop yeah. up. I don't, yeah. I don't you go were on in Dreamland. about it. Episode two, episode six. You were both in I Dreamland. Uh, we will talk about those. Mm-hmm. And I will not ask you that question that everybody asks you. And when I met uh, Kyle the first time, he said, please don't ask me if I've ever seen a ghost. I went, I wasn't actually planning to. He went, don't ask him, Oh, Gary. you're the first person. Yeah, it's true. Five How? years I've had. I actually can't believe that people... It's their, first, it's, their first, it's their go-to question. And what's your answer? You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Don't you dare go there. We're not even... But do, is it seriously? People do, do in the street? I, I understand no, people no, no, in the I street. No, no, I mean, like... No, just, like, interviews and... and oh, Especially, are... like, researchers. You know, like, if you do a research call... Oh, are you talking the professionals say yeah, that? Yeah, 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 I yeah. I thought you meant everybody in the street. No, 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 no. So no one they in the street? They just ask me, like, what Charlotte Rich is like. Do they? Yeah. Is that really? <laughs> yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. So can we just go there quick? We have yeah. to go there, Ed. Yes. I don't know. Have you ever watched it? Yes, I've watched Quite it. Yeah, show. yeah. It's a very good show. Carl knows that we're obsessed as a family. We know it all off by heart. And my younger daughter does impressions of all the characters. And she absolutely loves it. She's going to kill me for saying that because she's behind the glass right now watching this. But it, it's such a great show. Is it true that it's by bar? Is that really definitely not a movie? Not that I know of. Please say there's going to be a Christmas special. There's going to be some more ghosts. Please just say it. Just say what, it. What I do know oh. is that there is there is a one more series only. And I don't, we haven't been given a like a start date, but I, I feel like it's sometime in September just based on the last two years. But also for it all to be over, 
and I and um, the rest of the cast I've met and done things with as well. I beg, I I get down on knees and <laughs> beg um, because it's just so innocent. And I think we need that sort of. Sorry, Ed, I'm not ignoring you. I promise. I have to say that when people come up to us and ask one of us for an autograph. And it's normally KL. The the people who ask who are from ghosts are the most grateful often of all the things you've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so because often it's just like something that brings the family together. It does. Yeah. And um it's a very, very rare thing. And when I was growing up, there was television that we all sat around and watched together. Now I there's not a lot, you know, let's be honest, but ghosts is one of those and it's multi-generational. When did you start it? How many years ago? We started filming the first series in 2018 and it came out in 2019. So it's five years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So my youngest was 10 or 11 and my dad was in his 80s and they would sit together and watch that show. Oh, man, that's really sweet. And that is what's special. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're all ages and it's, it's wonderfully innocent and it's naughty. Yeah. And it's joyful. I, I, but I think, isn't there going to be a film? Because that's the other thing. I'd love to do a film. About. I'd love to. I think it's just quite hard to do a film. I think like... Sorry, Ed and I are giving us... We're looking at each other going, you what? Why well, is that this is hard? A, I think because like the state of the film industry and oh, distribution and all that sort of not not, not the actual like writing. beginning middle end yeah that would yeah, be yeah. that would be the easy bit but I think like just to to make a film well we'll watch out for it we hope it does happen because I know all of that team uh, they do horrible histories and they made Bill Bill yeah yeah Bill so hopefully it will happen that's it we'll we'll lay the ghost to rest <laughs> that's oh, really there slick we are. We'll have you ever that. seen a ghost Gabby. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Is it? Yes. Launching soon. Many times. Many um, times. Have you? This no. isn't about me. This is about you two. So, right. I don't let's know. Go. Couple yeah. of ghosts. No, no. no. <laughs> so let's go, if if we can, to comedy double acts. Because when they work, my word, they work. And I can tell that you two obviously just get on so well, which is lovely. Uh, in the past, the ones that you loved, because I, I, I can imagine you liked different sort of comedy acts from the past. Ed, go first. Mm, yeah. Well, I loved your kind of like, your your Blackadder, your Baldrick and whatnot. Baldrick and Blackadder or what else. I was I was brought on quite, quite kind of classic comedies. I knew Basil you would be. Basil Fawlty. I was about um, to say, I bet you like all of them. Uh, and, uh, and then stuff like Peep Show. I always loved The Office, of course. Mm. Big game changer. So is that um, where and you'd then like to the see Concords. yourself? That is, that is where I would like to see myself, where I actually see myself <laughs> is Slam v Spanner. But I definitely think, I definitely think like the, we, we do, we're the best comedy country in the world, aren't we? Well, I, I think so. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're okay. the best comedies. And musical comedy, obviously, is what we also love. And it's quite, I mean, Fly to the Concords is a big inspiration for us, wasn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. And obviously, yeah, Tim mentions, and actually, um, uh, Monty Python, I used to, as a child, would listen to the soundtrack and could sing all the songs before I knew that they were quite explicit. I would, <laughs> I knew the words. Sit on my face and tell me that you love me. I'll sit on your face and tell you I love you too. I love to see you oralize. When I'm between your thighs, you blow me away. And I was sort of nine years old and could sing the whole thing and didn't know. Um, so, yeah. And, and you, of course. Me, of course. Yeah, uh, what was, where was your, your comedy roots? I never had Sky at home, but all my friends had Sky. So I would like get them to record it for me on VHS. So like Keenan and Kel and those kind of shows mm. and like my wife and kids and all these shows that I felt like 
a bit exclusive watching because I was watching it a different way to everyone else. Everyone had it sort of like at their disposal and they might have like missed a few episodes because oh, they'll catch up on it at some point. But I was really watching like Fresh Prince and all mm. of those things because I didn't have it on the channels that everyone else had. But also I did love like Morecambe and Wise and um, what else was the two two Ronnies? Two Ronnies. The two, the uh... two um, fellas. <laughs> With the glasses. Um, yeah, I loved all of that stuff. But like even down, even to like phone shop with the the duo with with Javon Prince and oh, I wish I could remember his name. Um, but they played um, Joanne and oh gosh, it's the jet <laughs> lag. It's catching oh, up. You're doing so well. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Comedy acting, though, is that where you want to stay? Because you've done this massively successful sitcom more sitcoms, please. Can you write a sitcom, you two? Maybe you should, that's what you should do. Are we allowed we to? Are. Yeah, yeah. This is oh. quite funny, actually. So we were backstage at a Eurovision gig, and then an article got published saying that we've got a, we're working on a pilot. And then you went, what? How do they find out? Who leaked this? And then we discovered, and then it says in the article, Kyle recently explained on a podcast interview that they've got a pilot. I was like, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I think I, I spoke about it on um, Radio 4. Okay, so tell, tell really me about briefly. this. So have, has it's it been picked show. up? Uh, it is in development with BBC. Okay. But for, development, for this show, for these for yes, characters? For this show. Yeah, this show. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah. Can you tell him, tell me any more about it? Um, well, it's pretty much like the... Like the stand-up? Uh, like yeah, the live it's, show. it's like the live show. It's the origin of our rivalry. So do we get we get the backstory of the two characters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the backstory. Oh, yeah. yes, please. Yeah. So, I mean... That's your big thing is writing as well, isn't it? Yeah. That's what you want yeah. to do as well. Although I just want to... <laughs> And I, I mean, every writer will say this, but you want to write it and then get it made and do it. You don't want to write it and then give it to someone and they give you notes and then you rewrite it and then you give it to the channel and they give you notes and then you rewrite it and you just want to do it. And obviously all these you people... You mean impatiently? Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Um, and unfortunately, the development process in this country is a lot slower than others, like the US, for example. So would you take it to America? I'd love to. I'd yeah. like to take it to America. I'd take it to, to where else can we anywhere? Do a Korean version. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to like make this show and then be able to like sell the format to it and see other countries and cultures do their version of it. And I think that's what everybody wants. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the story is. It's so clear that these characters are just from different sides of the track, different sides of the same city, perhaps. Um, which is like. 
you know, it's like Prince and the Pauper. It's, it's as old as that. And you can just make that in whichever language, whichever country, and see the way that they do it. Mm. So I'd love that. It's mm. diversity properly on screen, though, yeah. isn't it, then? Because it's showing both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody. And we both learn things about each other. We have preconceptions. We have stereotypes. We sort of, like, assume a lot about each other. Okay, you... so what did you what do you assume about, in real life, what did you assume about each other in before you started mm. working? I think, well, this is slightly past the question. I was thinking about, I keep trying to find, because obviously there's so many ways in which we're different. It's quite funny the things that we haven't, like, I think like, like to, be, to put it really clumsily, posh culture and grime culture, there's some funny similarities in some way in that the, I think like wit is such a big part of yeah, grime yeah. culture and just like the, the boarding school, the alpha male culture, using wit as a thing. Um, Double-barreled names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, like, you've got to be quite boisterous and, and also it's quite braggadocious grime in general. And it's braggadocious. Just, mm. It's just, it's Such like... Look, I'm the best. I'm the best, and that and it's a similar thing, I guess. Well, like, do you know? Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because I think I think that's more modesty is more the maybe this is changing now, but like modesty is the more high status thing. It's kind of naff to be showing off and flash. So there's that fun in the right, show that like yeah. the kind of sneering at the braggadociousness kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's just the sound of rum. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got to maintain on the the rum But when you make say assumptions about each other, I basically felt like I was slightly missold you in that I didn't really realise that you had this grime background and musician background and sure. grew up in East London. I just made, I thought you were just a drama school guy. Right. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So my assumption was must just be some middle class guy right. coming up doing his play, and then the more I got to know you, I thought, oh, it's Kyle. <laughs> Kyle mm. and his grime and his Joan. Mm. Were you? Is it Joan Littlewood? Uh, yeah, I went to, yeah, so I went to Theatre Royal Stratford East. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was all Joan Littlewood's teachings, and we, yeah, we learned that, and then that's where I was. I was about to say influenced. Maybe oh, that is the right no, word. That's a good word. I was influenced to uh, join East 15, or to audition for East 15 at least. That's not the group, we're talking the, the school. <laughs> yeah, I, I was also part of East 17. <laughs> and um, uh, run that up at Christmas time. We I feel were... dressed like that now. You're dressed <laughs> yeah, exactly true. like East 17. And my hair as well. Did I see that? Yeah. Oh, it, my... Isn't that wild? Yeah. It shocks me. I've gone blonde. He shocks himself Do every that time. Again. You've gone blonde. So. Kyle, when did it? No, take that oh, off. Keep it, oh, it's good. Keep looking at it. When did you do this? I did it for a show. I did it for um, Horn Section Series 2. Oh. And then I just kept it for a bit. I like it. Keep I quite it. like it. No, it's really good. I'll keep it for a bit. You keep it? Why just for Keep it for the summer. Okay, keep it for the summer. Yeah. yeah okay. Do you wear a, a hat for most of our live show? All of it. Oh. Apart from that bit where you take my hat off. Oh, that's going to be a fun reveal, isn't it? Yeah. Ed, so... Mm. so Okay, you're doing the show yeah, yeah. in so, just a few days and you I have just asked, do you not look at him in the show so here's the thing. to know whether he takes the hat off? Okay, I've got to tell you this. So we got it filmed and I watched it the other day Yeah. and I and I messaged Kyle going, Kyle, you're fantastic in the show because I'm so preoccupied with what my next line is and where I'm going to be. Apparently really good actors listen to each other. I hear a noise that sounds like he's finished <laughs> and then I just say mine. Are you kidding mine. me? You because, don't actually also, look at him? I, we're just Because the audience is so live and you're thinking about a million things at once and I'm sort of taking in what he's doing but I'm often not looking at him. I'm sorting the next prop or dealing with the audience or thinking about what's going to happen yeah, in the next scene because I've got to do a callback to that or think a song that I sometimes, we just, you fall on the train tracks, don't you? And, I was, and then I just watch this clip back and he's pulling all these clever faces and he's got all his bits going on. It's funny stuff, Kyle. But I didn't know that until the run had finished. And you can't, you can't really know what someone else is fully up to 
oh, on yes, stage, he, can you? Uh, Maybe you can if you're really, if you're good and not just trying to remember the lines. But, but also remember, he doesn't always give the same cue. So I'm sort of like half missing. It's a, he'll do his own thing. And so sometimes I'm just... I'd, yeah. Well, maybe I maybe I should uh, yeah, watch so, you. Uh, it's too late now, mate. No, well, we've got, we got a third run now, so I'll, oh, I'll yeah. see what you're up to. I'm looking forward to seeing your show. Looking forward to seeing what you do. <laughs> he wears a hat, apparently. And, and he's gone blonde. He's gone blonde. He's gone, blonde. gone blonde. blonde. Tell me about the grime stuff. Uh, yeah, so that was just part of my... At school, it was a thing that a lot of people did. Um, we had a lot of grime MCs come out of my school, and I, I thought that I thought I could be good at that, and I was. So I just kept doing it. But then it got to a stage around 2014, 15, where I wasn't really... I wanted to be an actor, but I wasn't acting much. I was putting a lot of like time and efforts into like paying for studio time, for example, rather than paying for new headshots or things like that, or like being able to pay for uh, a showreel to get cut together. I'd rather like get a new jacket for a video shoot or something like that. And I had to like really consider what I was going to put my all into. And I, I thought, right, let me really focus on the acting. Because at the time, I was working in a call centre. so And I was doing the odd audition here and there. But I, I didn't have enough money. I wasn't surviving off either thing, either the music or the acting. So I had to go, right, I really need to put my all into one of them. So it was pretty quick that it, it all happened then, when you, when you decided to put your all in? Well, yeah, I've been full-time since 2016. And a ghost started filming in 2018. So, yeah, I guess That's, it was. That is relatively quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. a strange old business. But um, will you go back to grime? Will you go back? Because obviously your music is, if you play every instrument, are mm. you tra- trained musician? No, no, but I... Um, but you can play everything. I, I, I try and appear like someone who is. Um, <laughs> and actually it causes problems. So I'm playing, I play piano occasionally on music in other people's shows. And I, I can't really read music. And um, often I appear like someone who's kind of, you know, can do that very well, and that takes a lot of time. You play by ear. Play by ear, yeah. That's but that's brilliant. I think it's good, but it's not. But I, I it should, is. It like is. It's a massive talent. But it, but it's, but I keep basically when I've presented in the past as a music teacher, I can teach them until they're, you know. Like, Sorry, can we just go back on that? Mm. You, you are a music teacher. So, so yeah, I teach music. You but teach you music. can't teach actual music. So I can until you know until they're about seven or eight. And then I suddenly have to sort of make my excuses because then they get quite good at the reading of the music and I can't do it. For me, it's just like just like Chinese symbols. I can't believe people can read music. That's mad. I get you. Do you think, exactly so the imagine same. this. I'm exactly imagine, the same. imagine this. Okay. There's, a, there's a line in a book, okay? And you learn over many years to read English and you read the book. And then there's a squiggle at the beginning of that line that would make every single letter go back one letter in the alphabet. That's what happens in music. So you've got all the notes, you've learned them, and then because there's a flat or a sharp, every single note has to go back one or forward one. That's ma- And then there's a tempo, and it has to be like that. Yeah, but the tempo you'll be good at. But I just if you think, sight I think read, it's mad. Yeah, but if you sight read, the tempo you'll be okay at. Huh? I, if you sight read the tempo... No, because, because you, it, you, it's not in your terms. You've got to go whatever it's going at, and it's like this, like this happening. This, whereas if you read a book, you can read it in your own time. I just think it's. I think it's a mad. Have I explained that well? No, You're you have because I'm somebody who plays and sings. Do you by really? Ear. I can't read music yeah. either. I think it's yeah, crazy. Exactly the same thing. But Don't what, look at me like that. But what, what Kyle was giving me that look. What Kyle does do though <laughs> is because you've been doing your obviously just writing bars for so many years. Mm. If I suddenly go, okay, um, I do a verse about um, uh, farts. Uh, go and I, it's to this thing. It's all you're as quick as AI. What's it called? Chat GPT. It's mad. And you're funnier than Chat GPT. Oh, thanks, man. No, you're welcome. They've never taken my job. No. They win. <laughs> They're too slow. Too slow. 
Um, but so you, you write songs about farts. We've we've recently wrote a song about a fart that uh, that goes in the end of our pilot, which I think is one of our best songs. And it's a shame we can't put it in the live show. Yeah. Maybe Why can't, can't you put it in the live show? Because we can't. It doesn't really work. Mm. <laughs> it's it's one. It's like. You know, like when we do our live show, no one's giving us notes about like. Oh, I see. Okay. About like, oh, this should mean this, and this should connect to the beginning, and we want to see the character development. It's literally like, do we want to make it good and don't say anything? Can we have a little canceled. bit of your farts now? I mean, neither of us know it. Rumpity pumpity pump. We're making a noise with our bums. When I was a nipper, I loved a good ripper, especially big smelly ones. See, that's I can remember my bit. <laughs> I can probably remember your bit. I love that. What, no, string, you've got to let one rip. Oh, I'm wrapping, I'm wrapping your stuff, and let me tell you, it's harder than it looks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to rip one rip. Da, 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 I've got da, no da. idea. It's probably on a, it's on a document somewhere. It's, on a, it's all that. in the cloud. Um, it's, we... Your fart song is in the cloud. Did you ever think 20 years ago you'd say that? <laughs> I'm in it, so I'm in a double act with the world's busiest man, obviously, as you can tell. And that means that if ever we've got stuff to do, I'm so excited to do it. I'm like, I'll do it, I'll do it. But you, I only, what I'll do is I'll, I won't hear from you with creative stuff and then suddenly you'll get on a plane somewhere and then when you get the other side of the plane, there's just hours of work done in one go where clearly no one can interrupt you. Yeah. So I'm thinking about buying you a few tickets to just travel. Oh, Maybe just ask the pilot to just go around the M25 <laughs> and then come back down. Do a couple of laps. Yeah, a couple of laps, come back oh, down. Oh, you're so lovely together. Listen, break legs. I hope Edinburgh goes wonderfully well. I hope the pilot happens because I want to see it on screen as well but you two are so lovely together and you're what we need because we all need it right now there's so much crap going on really is and I think everybody needs that escapism and that's why we're talking about ghosts before and I think what you two have got and what you want to give to all of us just to make us feel young and laugh again and I think that's what everybody needs so thank you so much and good luck with it all thank you very much thank you 